opening the letter she is still clutching. A brisk wind whips along High Street, sending a chill through Sandy as she slits the envelope open the rest of the way. Her teeth are starting to chatter. It's too cold to read this letter out here, no matter how intrigued she is. She tucks it and the others into her purse and fumbles in her pockets for her gloves. Swiftly, she puts them on and clings to the ice-coated metal railing as she picks her way down the four steps to the sidewalk. Then she gingerly goes, slipping and sliding every few steps in her black suede flats along the nearly empty street to her car in the Greenberry Municipal lot around the corner. Her footsteps sound lonely and hollow on the brittle, frozen pavement. Just a month ago, in the height of the holiday season, downtown Greenberry was strung with twinkling white lights and festive red bows bedecked the old-fashioned lampposts. Carols were piped into the frosty air from speakers at the Red Brick Town Hall, and High Street bustled well past five o'clock on weeknights. The picturesque, historic village is only fifteen miles outside of Hartford. Even the lifelong residents are aware of the postcard beauty in its white steepled churches, window-paned storefronts, and broad common dotted with statues and fountains. And as one of the few small towns in central Connecticut that still has a thriving downtown commerce area, Greenberry performs a feat that's becoming nearly impossible in America. It actually draws shoppers away from the malls and superstores that dot the suburban Hartford area. But now that Christmas is over, the businesses along High close early, and downtown is almost deserted in the frigid January twilight. Sandy's car is one of few left in the parking lot, which is really just a rutted, grassy area behind the town hall. She hurries toward the Chevy, stepping around patches of snow, and absently noting the dirty chunks of ice that cling to the underside of the car just behind each wheel. She doesn't bother kicking it off. The car is ugly enough anyway, with rust spots all over the body and a sheet of thick plastic covering the triangular opening in the back where a window is missing. She's come to loathe the old clunker. It belonged to her father, and she's long past being grateful to him for handing it down to her without making her buy it. She's been saving for a new car. A new used car, of course. Ever since she started working at the Greenberry Gal Boutique last spring, She blew a good chunk of her savings on community college tuition in August, and the spring semester bill will be due next week when she registers for classes. But that will still leave nearly $4,000 in her account. She socked away over $500 in December alone, when her commission checks were considerably higher than usual. Of course, that won't keep up. The store was dead all day today, and her hours have already been cut way back. Sandy settles into the front seat, her breath puffing out in little white clouds. She whispers burr and turns the key in the ignition. After a few tries, the engine turns over, and she adjusts the heat control to high. A blast of cold wind hits her in the face, and she closes the black plastic vents. She'll probably be home before the hissing air actually becomes warm, but she leaves it on high anyway. Eagerly, she reaches into her purse and retrieves the letter with the Tide Island return address. She takes out the single sheet of paper inside and notices that it's real stationary, creamy, and heavy. 
That's a first, she thinks, pulling off her right glove with her teeth and leaving it clamped in her mouth. Most of the men who have responded to her ad so far have written on either yellow legal paper or their company letterhead. The interior light of her car burned out long ago. Sandy tilts the paper so she can see better in the filtered glow from the street lamp a few feet away. Dear Sandra, I saw your ad in Connecticut Singles and was struck by how similar our interests are. You sound like the kind of woman I've been waiting for my whole life. Like you, I never thought I'd resort to personal ads to meet someone, but since I'm a medical doctor with a thriving practice, my hectic lifestyle makes it hard to meet anyone the traditional way. I've enclosed a photograph of myself. Photograph? Sandy frowns and checks the envelope. Yes, she missed it. There's a picture...